0: Chavez, he's Chavez. It L- means nothing to me. Lou Diamond Phillips. His speech. It's great. Rotting
1: so, meat of 207 of my tribe. So totally n-
0: murdered. This is the one where I think you and I have the same one. There's just no way around it.
1: There's no way in hell you have mine.
0: Uh, Sonny Landon, Predator. No. Oh, yeah. Think about it. <laughs> Billy. That's too easy. No, no, no. Listen, I want you to just pause for a second. He is the spirit guide that's, of that crew. That's not bad, actually. He stands out in a group of regulators. Yeah. In Predator, as being the one who's a little bit different, who relies less on the gun and more on the sword. And the How many times you see him. Chavez Chavez is using knives to kill people true. instead of guns? It's He's Billy from it, Predator. That does make sense. It makes, I couldn't believe you didn't pick this. 48 hours lockup, best of the best part two. Did you know Sonny Landon was in best of the best part two? No. Well, there you go. Now you know that. Is that, that an movie? Yes. Sweet. Not at mind. all. Okay. I think it might be 91. If you haven't already, subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. It's a moral imperative! You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Buzz in the Tower. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, the tower. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Sonic Loans. You can find them at sonicloans.com. As we recast young guns, we think about the Wild West, when people are looking for gold and establishing capitalism. It was the precursor to the mortgage industry. Emilio Estevez himself couldn't have put it better when he said Sonic Loans is the best. No, I'm kidding. He didn't say anything. But if he did, if he knew about mortgages, if he knew about what Charlie and his team at Sonic Loans could do for you, you better believe Billy the Kid would have used them. He, that's just the kind of guy he was. So I'm recommending to all of you, if you're thinking about buying a home or if you're thinking about refinancing your mortgage, reach out to Charlie. Tell him Buzz in the Tower sent you. He and his family, I call him the family because it's, it's, a, it's a great group. They are going to take care of your needs. They're going to make sure you get into the right loan or get into the right refi, and they'll take care of you from the beginning of the process to the end. So again, that's Sonic Loans. Reach out to him. Tell him Buzz in the Tower sent you.
1: NMLS number 1955855. Not available in all states. Not a commitment to lend. Additional requirements apply. Visit sonicloans.com or call 313-488-4888 for more information.
0: Buzzing the Towers also brought to you by Bolton Legal Group. You can find them at boltonlegalgroup.com. You can also reach out to them for a free consultation at 248-595-0001. Ian is the Billy the Kid of the legal profession. And no, it's not because he's young or because he looks like Emilio Estevez. It's because he is committed to making sure that his regulators, his posse, his family are protected and taken care of. And when you reach out to Bolton Legal Group, you become a part of that family. Ian and his team will protect you. They will take care of you using aggressive and efficient techniques, real estate law, business law, international Wild West law. You name it, they'll do it. And they'll make sure that you don't get put in the position that Chavez E. Chavez was put in. For a consultation, call 248-595-0001. Make sure you let him know that Buzz in the Tower sent you. And uh,
1: regulators, mount up.
0: Today's episode, recasting young guns. Every single piece of historical knowledge I have about the Wild West is from two movies, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Young Guns. And while watching Billy the Kid wreak havoc on the San Dimas Mall was fun, Young Guns probably did a better job of retelling the adventure of William H. Booney and the Lincoln County War. Following the blueprint of The Outsiders, The Breakfast Club, and Stand By Me, Young Guns was more than a history lesson. It was another radical 80s ensemble cast. It is that very cast that we will be experimenting with. On today's episode, we will recast Young Guns using actors and actresses from the 1980s. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me in the spirit world today is Max Sanders. And with that... Regulators. We regulate any stealing of his property, and we damn good too. But you can't be any geek off the street. Gotta be handy with the steal if you know what I mean, earn your keep. Regulators! Mount up.
1: I knew the song before I knew this movie.
0: I wish more than anything in the world <laughs> that we had a camera and that the camera could show the 15 minutes that it took to get you prepared to just say, regulators, mount up. <laughs> hey, Max, welcome to the to the mother strapping show. Hi. Hi. Howdy. Oh, boy. Giddy up. Another recasting episode. Ma'am. You I are my hat like you so. are you're 100 responsible for all of these. Aw, well, thank you. Yeah, they've been good. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget. What was it? almost the over a year? ago? Was it a year ago? The Princess Bride you was were, our first one. You were all like I tied know. in knots. Yeah, I was terrified. Yep, marriage. <laughs> I did. I pick walking to do that. I think I did. You did. I was like marriage, Princess Bride. It works. It did work. Yeah, he can do anything. And, well, be careful because what do you mean? I might have walking uh, coming in for this recasting of oh, Young Guns.
1: Shoot, that's good.
0: We're going to talk about Young Guns, we're going to recast Young Guns, but before we do any of that, welcome to the show. If you're not already subscribed to Buzz in the Tower, do it on Apple Podcast. do it on Spotify. Just press that button. Do it everywhere. Uh, Spotify, give us five stars, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars and a nice review. 2,100 reviews, it's all
1: five stars. People
0: like us. Yeah. No, there's a couple, there's one or two, you that found are five from them, them. <laughs> they no longer have accounts, don't worry about it. Or Breathe. <laughs> I think we have a handful of people that are waiting to buzz the tower. Our Patreon, patreon.com slash the tower. The number one way to support the show outside of living in Ashburn, Virginia. Uh, so let's see who's buzzing the tower and uh, get them their landing permission. Nine or two, four, six. <laughs> What's the quote? You usually quote top. gun. Not yet. Okay. I quote after. Oh, are you ready? Yes. All right. Let's grant their permission. Sorry,
1: goose, but it's time to buzz the tower.
0: Jesus Christ, and you think I'm reckless? When I fly, I'll have you know that my crew and my patrons come first. You like that? I, I found another way to bring patrons into it. Co-pilots, welcome to another show. Still no Max Sanders in sight, that son of a you-know-what. But that's all right. I'll do it on my own. I want to thank you guys again. Remind you, patreon.com slash Tower. Join as a goose, a maverick, an ice man, whatever level you're comfortable at. Support the show. We love you. You're awesome. You are the reason that we can afford the lavished, wonderful toys. Where do we get such, what? No, I'm just kidding. We don't even have any toys. But you are the reason that we're here every week. You're keeping us afloat. You're paying for Mac's uh, backiotomy. Doctor says I need a bachyotomy. I want to talk to Samson. I'm in the 90s. Okay, I'm moving on. Most importantly, want to welcome our newest co-pilot. We only have one this week. It's a goose. Welcome, co-pilot. Welcome, co-pilot. At the goose level, Keith Diamond. And and again, I cannot tell you how much Max and I appreciate all of you wonderful co pilots joining the Buzz in the Tower Patreon. On that note, as always, I want to say thank you. Hey Tony, thanks. Uh,
1: Saunders. thanks.
2: Man Morgan, what? Thanks. Todd, thanks. Ren. Thank you for, uh, thank you.
0: Max, as always, that is one of my favorite parts of the show. Yeah. I love welcoming the new members.
1: Well, it's fun having a community. What? I even had fun writing all the uh, addresses out for uh, sending out all the pins. Is that
0: fun? It was. Right, I had good. a moment. What is the name of the, is it the New World Order in uh, Cobra? yeah is it the new world order no that's wrestling
1: i i mean no it is the new it world it is the new world yeah. order all right just like we call the them world. our new we're like members of the new world <laughs> yeah there you go send them axes oh jesus <laughs> pigs <laughs> ah, you love that line so I do. much brian thompson underrated
0: max today we are recasting young guns so i will jump right into what this glorious movie is this is one of those unique movies that critics were lukewarm on and fans love yeah yeah uh <laughs> Great ad, great ad, Max. 1988. Well, I thought you were going to start going into it. I'm getting into it right now. 1988, directed by Christopher Kane. Not Michael Kane, but Christopher Kane. Written by John Fusco. Hey, John Fusco, man. (laughs) So offensive to Italians.
1: Well, he's like Native American, dude. Oh, he is? Well, then there you go. Yeah, He wrote Crossroads. Oh, yeah. It's a pretty movie. Yeah. You're a pretty movie. What man. do you mean it's a pretty movie? Star- Machio,
0: Starring Emilio Estevez as Billy the Kid, Kiefer Sutherland as Doc Skurlock, Lou Diamond Phillips as Chavez E. Chavez, Charlie Sheen as Dick Brewer, dermont Mulroney as Dirty Steve Stevens, which is the best name ever. <laughs> I wish you would call me Dirty Momo. <laughs> Dirty Momo? Dirty Momo. <laughs> It's <laughs> already getting weird. Casey Samasco as Charlie Bowdry. Yeah, he, I we're love, gonna have I, easy. We're having a lot of fun talking yeah. about these characters. They're they're in a lot of choice movies that you happen to like. Terrence Stamp, stamp like you put on a envelope when you're sending <laughs> oh. gifts out to people like that. Terrence Stamp as John Toonstall. Tunstall, 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 to- Terence Tombstone.
1: Yeah.
0: Jack Palance is L. G. Murphy. <laughs> tango and cash (laughs) terry o'quinn is alex mcsween sharon thomas kane kane kane's bugging me how did i not say that when i was doing the writer's name Shame shame on me let's go back to that real quick written by i'm sorry directed not the writer directed by christopher kane's bugging me there we go i feel better now (laughs) jeffrey blake is jay mccloskey alice carter is yun's son brian keith is buckshot roberts and the list goes on and on and on it does (laughs) it's a big cast it's an an ensemble cast it is that's why i in my intro my intro our intro i noted that it's an ensemble cast this was a very 80s thing forget oceans 11 for a minute right yeah there aren't a ton of movies that we see nowadays, unless they're Avenger type movies, where people make a real conscious decision to have these types of casts. Like yeah. The Outsiders was a career starter. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, you know what? Um, School Ties. School Ties Coward. was in the '90s. Yeah. Was like was, oh, it was like great. a lot of those guys Love that, that movie. were right, 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 right. Uh,
1: so it's that it's Animal. It's Saint Elmo's Showdown. It's a John Hughes movie in the West.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I, I would agree with that. Yeah, it's It reeks of 80s. It does. And it, I love this movie. Uh, I also love the second one. Bon I haven't jo- seen it. Oh, well, you should see it for no other reason than Bon Jovi's uh, song. Bon Jovi's in it? No, his oh. song. Oh, okay. You've ever heard that song? Dead or Alive? Yeah.
1: That's from that movie? Yeah. No way. No, not
0: not Dead or Alive. Um, Wanted. Shot time and the blaze of glory. I don't know that one. Take me now. I'm making up words. know the truth. You got a good Joby voice. Do you like that? Yeah. Uh, how does it start? Oh, man. Give me a second. Let me think. It's this like guitar. It's like. It's
1: every do, Bon Jovi song
0: ever. Uh, don't worry about it. Nope. Nope. I got to test the memory. Give me I, a second. I asked you to look it up and you wouldn't do it. It's woke bad. up in the morning and I raised my worry. head. I got an old coat for a pillow. I don't know. And this. the earth was last night's bed. <laughs> That's good. I don't know where I'm going. Only I know where I've been. All right, enough. I'm a devil (laughs) on the run. A six-gun lover. Something or other, yeah.
1: For everyone who doesn't know, Mo is very proud of the fact that he has... Auditory photographic memory. Yes. So he has to like recite it. Yes. Yeah.
0: I have to. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> okay. th- no. It, to be honest with no, you, just I'm gonna, If just I, give I don't get it out of my head yeah. like that, yeah. it'll nag me for the entire time. He'll call plus, me two plus, hours later. I have what's been called the modern day song voice of our generation. Yeah. Who said that? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> not not a, not a person alive. Libby. Or Libby. someone who's da- Yeah. Libby. Libby's got my back. She wants to do karaoke with me. She's the only one who understands me. All right. So. There's a lot of, st- there's a lot of staff. That's why I almost said. There's a lot of characters in this. Let's talk synopsis. This is a great movie to recast because of how strong all the supporting characters are. We didn't, as usual, we didn't pick all of them. We have almost, our, <laughs> almost all of them. We have our basic rules. Once we use someone, we cannot use that person again in any movie. Yep. We're picking an 80s actor or actress and then we associate it with a specific role. So we're not just saying Michael J. Fox. We're saying Michael J. Fox playing marty mcfly oh
1: he'd be really good in this movie
0: easy now easy i picked someone i didn't think either of us picked yeah so we have to identify the movie that we're thinking of to the character i have backups actually this week i usually wow, never have backups you. not on all work. of them i have backups on like 70 percent of them <laughs> okay there's only one on here that i think that you and i have the exact same we have to have the same person on the last recasting we did we had like four people that you and i picked the same two, person but
1: who's counting yeah
0: <laughs> two Seven. four six eight who will i replace you with um so <laughs> So can we, can we talk about the movie a little bit first? Okay, I, probably. Okay. Can I give the synopsis so sure, you can go. have fun? Yeah. John Tunstall, a distinguished British gentleman, employs downtrodden youths to tend to his herd on the New Mexican frontier. When Tunstall is gunned down by the crooked Lawrence G. Murphy, played by Jack Balance, a ragtag group of cowhands, including <laughs> Doc cow <hands>? yeah, <laughs> Skurlock, Kiefer Sutherland, Richard Brewer, Charlie Sheen, and young William Billy the Kid Bye. by... Emilio Estevez. And I was like, "Amelia," <laughs> And tipped I tipped my hat, hat just like, like this. So. Oh, is it so or this? I don't know. You're probably right. Yeah. They ride forth in search of bloody vengeance for the death of their beloved mentor.
1: That's like marshals. They're like deputies. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. They're, they're supposed to serve warrants, but instead they murder.
1: <laughs> this movie blew my mind at the end when they like give the synopsis of what really happened. I'm like, oh my God, some of this stuff actually happened.
0: Well, we're going to get into the details. I mean, there's not a lot to explain this movie. It's everybody has heard of Billy the Kid. Yeah. The historical part of this was the Lincoln County War. And there's, you know, this is the Wild West, right? Yee-haw. (laughs) Yee-freaking-haw.
1: And there's not many good Westerns in the 80s. If you noticed. So there's Silverado. Yeah, Tombstone's
0: the 90s, right? Yeah, Silverado
1: yeah. is the only real one. So Heaven's Gate in 1980 was this big production yeah. that didn't make a ton of money. It bombed. So the studio stayed away from Westerns until this came along.
0: Yeah, you're right. I, I'm trying to like rack my brain right now. I can't think of a really a good Western. Silverado's it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that cast is awesome. Kevin Klein.
0: The, I mean, look, the knock on this is that it's- a el- No knocks. <laughs> you and I don't have any knocks. This is, this is Western trash panda delight. <laughs> but the knock on this from the critics is- it's a little sloppy. Yep. You you said it's John Hughes doing a Western. Yeah. And that's kind of like, to me, it's meant to be young boys having fun, acting silly, yep. not supposed to have a lot of meat on the bone. The action's good enough. The story's good enough. And I, I like this movie. I like all the actors in this movie. So I, I thought it was a good movie.
1: Well, I like that it's like, it's trying to be 14 types of movies at once and it almost pulls it off, but it gets close, but you can laugh at it. Like the intro is basically a music video for a boy band. You're like, what is going on? Like electric guitar. Yeah. And like the family bond of friendship, the peyote scene, the wedding. It's,
0: it's, it's really funny. A lot of this has been borrowed. I mean, the whole Simpsons peyote. Oh yeah. Like thing is borrowed from this. And that talking coyote was just a talking (laughs) dog. Hello Homer. (laughs) (laughs) I think in large part too, this is the moment where having Charlie Sheen, Emilio Estevez, Hugh Diamond Phillips, yeah. I mean, it's a huge deal cast. Jack Palance. I mean, these were big names. <laughs> I love Jack Palance. All right, so He's Max, one speed. It's let, let's get into the facts and then we'll jump into the characters and start talking about who we recasted them with. I'm sure let's start where you always like to start. Money, money, money.
1: Cost $13 million, made 45.6. So really good for, you know, a small time movie.
0: Young Guns 2 almost mirrored. Uh, what young guns one did i saw some graph that showed like the earnings chart and it oh, was nice. almost it was almost the exact same
1: love it and at night the actors would drink together and they would make lou diamond phillips sing <laughs> oh
2: my
0: god that was yeah. my favorite
1: fact that was i was cool like that's that. a-
0: I- it was cool that he was cool with it yeah, i just yeah. love that yeah
1: i feel like he'd be fun to hang
0: out with oh he's still acting like crazy he yeah. pops up and stuff all the time he's got like his own
1: texas ranger kind of show yeah right yeah yeah
0: it's called Walker. <laughs> it's not called Walker.
1: I thought he'd have a bigger career as like a movie star though. It's interesting because adult.
0: all of these guys with the exception of Kiefer Sutherland faded Charlie Sheen, two and a half men, but like. All of them today, I thought would be doing more. Like, what's Emilio Estevez up to today?
1: Mighty Ducks the show. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like,
0: ah, I know it's cute. I do love it. Good old Gordon Bombay. How is there not? How, you're a bartender. I'm a ex bartender. How is there not a Gordon Bombay and tonic? Like, I, how does that drink not exist? We're like, maybe in
1: Anaheim, I guarantee there
0: is. Right? Yeah. We put like you know nothing. Duck. You just make a Bombay it's, it's a tonic. Bombay and tonic with like duck pate in it. Something that. That's I mean, that sounds very fancy. Yeah, I All like right, pate. I like it.
1: But I guess Charlie Sheen was, this is more facts. Charlie Sheen is a terrible horseback rider Terrible, and, and fell off
0: constantly. Which, do you think that was a case when he was on Red Dawn? Because wasn't he riding horses in Red Dawn? Oh, yeah, he was. I was thinking about that when I saw that, too. I, I was like, I, I guess maybe the same issue existed. To be fair, in Red Dawn, I don't remember there being as many like full speed on your horse yeah. type things. So maybe it was easier to It was kind of like you
1: like just come up and then you right, get off your right, horse. Right,
0: because Patrick Swayze like taught them how to ride horses. Swayze wouldn't allow them to fail. Yeah, right. Well, he was an established horse rider, too. He's so cool. The coolest. I miss him.
1: I know. Me too. All right. Continue. Continue. <laughs> continue. Uh, Billy the Kid wasn't left-handed. It was based off a tiny type photo of him where the image was reversed. So do, I thought...
0: Do you know the only other movie to get that right? And give him... Because in Young Guns, he's right-handed. Yeah. Do you know the only other movie to get that right? No. <laughs> Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> at the end when they're at the... How the do you history. Because I just re-watched it at the <laughs> history report. And it gets up there It's like, I'd like y'all to Give my friends Bill and Ted a moment of your attention. And he takes his gun out and he it's right handed. He shoots the lights out and then he does the Murphy Robocop spin into his hip. Yeah. He goes, Now put your hands together. (laughs) That's
1: awesome. Isn't that great? Thank you for doing that. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah. I
0: I knew you'd appreciate the extra mile I went on that to The extra
1: mile is what makes this show great. (laughs) (laughs)
0: All right. Continue. Continue. Billy the kid was a right handed uh, gun shooter, not left handed. (laughs) Son of a gun. Son of a gun.
1: Uh, In the final shootout, for fun, Emilio dressed as a bad guy and technically shot at himself. All right. And also, Tom Cruise was. one of the bad guys oh i didn't know that he was just on set doing another movie and he came by he's like that looks like fun can i be killed and they're like yeah sure
0: that's so funny is that cool all of the fight scenes were not were unchoreographed and unscripted it feels it
1: (laughs) that's why it's so chaotic yeah it is they're all like you see you can step outside put your fists up (laughs) seems like bullets back then didn't hurt you as much
0: well in this movie they almost did because to make the bullets sound louder they mixed in ceramic with the blanks Mm. and when they heated up one of them, I think it was Emilio Estevez, got shot in the face and they had to shut down production for a day. Oh my
1: God. You hit Emilio in the face? That's yeah. not cool. And he was like,
0: tipped his head <laughs> just like this. All right. What else you got? Uh,
1: the peyote was cream of mushroom soup. The peyote was cream of mushroom soup.
0: I want you to, I want you to do it with me. We're going to get okay. through this together. Okay. Cream.
1: Cream. Of, of. Mushroom. Mushroom. Soup. Soup. Say it. Cream of mushroom soup.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> It's a tongue twister It's a tongue twister So the peyote was Cream of mushrooms <laughs>
0: What? Keeping all this I'm keeping all of it in All of it So the there was the, soup The peyote made from was mushroom. soup It was yeah, made from <laughs> mushrooms <laughs> Special mushrooms. I like how that I like how that's a fact of the movie to like startle you. Like it wasn't really peyote. I'm like, was that even on the table? Did we even think it was? Well, I didn't know what it was. Do you know that when I was in college, I took my senior year at Michigan? <laughs> You're gonna talk about
1: peyote. No, not peyote.
0: I took a class uh on botany. Mm. And Michigan has like this, I'm gonna butcher what it's called. Greenhouse? Atrium. Yeah. Is that whatever? Greenhouse. I'm, and I went up there and they had this cage and there was a lock on it, and I was like, what's that? And they're like, Peyote. I'm like, no, really, what is it? And they're like, no, really, like, we grow peyote for, like, testing or whatever. And I was like, <laughs> what class is that? Jesus. Peyote's no Sign joke. That's, that's no joke. No joke from what I've heard. And off of peyote and back to the movie. Yep. <clears throat> I'm
1: still on peyote. <laughs> nope. Can't use that. What else you got? Uh, 35 stuntmen were used. And everyone on set made fun of uh, Charlie Sheen for the way he said, billet. Billy. Billy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So Emilio was in a bad place. He had just broken up with his girlfriend. Was it Demi Moore? I don't know who he was dating at the time, but they had just broken up. He was very mopey and, and kind of whiny about it. So Lou Diamond Phillips would constantly try to cheer him up, like do little pranks and jokes and whatnot. And the way he finally got through to him to make him happy, he had the makeup crew put makeup on a sheep and they snuck the sheep into his room at night. And I think that did it. So that's friendship, I guess. Is so that was his girlfriend for the next I, year? I, I don't know. Just, it's a very strange story. I'm just giving you the stories. I'm just giving it to you. Uh, the scene where they are in the spirit world and Doc's face is covered up. The yeah. reason Doc's face is covered up is because Kiefer Sutherland could not be there that day to shoot because of the birth of his child. Oh. So I thought that was kind of cool.
1: I like the deep voices. She's my butterfly.
0: <laughs> or oh, oh, you? Did you, oh, did you see the size of that chicken? <laughs> You love that scene. That scene's wild. It's out of, it's so out of place. It's so out of place. You're just watching this movie and then all of a sudden they're all in payout. Yeah. It's It's got puking
1: and, and shooting. Yeah. Puking and shooting what a great t-shirt puking and shooting <laughs> that's our next podcast that's our next pe- <laughs>
0: oh,
1: <laughs> oh man about? welcome to
0: puking and shooting <laughs> a podcast dedicated to we dedicated to the
1: peyote of the 80s no we drink tequila till we vomit and then <laughs> and we then shoot, shoot. <laughs> it's great
0: that's super great oh that's really really good um so young guns was the first movie where emilio and charlie sheen were both credited in the same film do you know what the second one was uh
1: the one Garbage men one. Man at work. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I just did. <laughs>
0: I have. It's a great movie. Nineties movie. And for those that don't know, Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen are brothers. Charlie Sheen took his father's name. Emilio did not want to take his father's name so he could build his own career without riding his dad's coattails. Although I suspect everyone in Hollywood knew who he was anyway. So I don't know why actors do this.
1: Although I just heard a funny story though on the set of Breakfast Club. Emilio was like acting up during a scene, and John Capillo's, who's playing Carl the janitor, got really pissed, and he goes, "You know, real actors." take this stuff seriously. Martin Sheen had a heart attack on Apocalypse Now and he had no idea it was Amelia. (laughs) It was was Amelia. Oh, that's so funny. Later, Judd Nelson explained it to him. He's like, oh, shoot. Oh, that's
0: really funny. That's really funny. (laughs) It's on our TikTok. There you go. Uh, Okay, we're done. (laughs) Kiefer Sutherland was the youngest member of the crew. He's only 21 when this was shot. Nice. Isn't that wild? Kiefer rules. He does. He's great. You think he's fun to hang out with? Yeah. Yeah. He seems, I mean, although, aren't there a couple like TMZ videos of him having, kicking back a few too many and like roughing up photographers?
1: That's true. And he did take his best friends. No, no. No. Jason Patrick took took
0: his best friends or his wife. Yeah. Yeah. Julia Roberts. (laughs) Max, I don't have any other riveting facts on this movie's not you. very fact-heavy no it's not fact-heavy <laughs> i like scoured the internet i, was I like, think we really gave our best stuff on the peyote uh, story that's probably much, it yeah. all right good good i'm ready to hop into recasting are you ready to hop into recasting
1: let's do it you can start all right yes
0: yes 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 yes, yes, yes. Wow. <laughs> all right what do we have 13 characters 12 characters i think 12 characters sure so we take our 12 characters and we, we mix them up. We, no, we don't we have no more beep boop boop boop. We we go from least significant to most significant. So our first character is Buckshot Roberts. He's really cool. The idea of him is really cool. So uh Emilio and Charlie are having a standoff inside of where are they the brothel? Uh, no, uh I no. feel like they're the brothel. I could be wrong.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. They're somewhere. There's an outhouse. <laughs> There's an all. outhouse. That's all yeah. I remember.
0: They're somewhere, and <laughs> they draw their guns on each other. And uh, I think one of them is like, hey, Buckshot Roberts is coming.
1: He's killed more people than malaria.
0: Yeah. Is it malaria or polio? Either one. They kill a lot of <laughs> they people. They kill a lot of people. Yeah. So Buckshot Roberts is an old salty dog. He's got furs and pelts. Yeah. And he is just, he doesn't care. He's just showing up to kill. He's so wide. Yeah, he, he looks, looks like, he's like, he's like he, took, four people. he took like 10 shots yeah. and seemed to be fine. But he was, he was mowing them down. He was. I mean, it was quite the fight. He killed Charlie. He did. Yeah. Uh, played by Brian Keith. This this guy, six decades of acting. I mean, He's he goes awesome. back. Awesome. The only movie that I would know him from, so I assume it's the only movie that other people would know him from, the original Parent Trap.
1: Yep. He played the dad. Do you know what else he was, though? No. He voiced Uncle Ben on the Spider-Man mid-90s animated series. Well,
0: I did not know that. That's awesome. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. I did with, not know with that. With great power comes great responsibility. Very true, Max. Yeah. Very true. I've Excellent never, I've point. Never learned I'm glad that.
0: you brought that up. No, you have no concept <laughs> of that. With great mushroom soup <laughs> comes great responsibility. Soup. Uh, so I'm going first, huh?
1: Yep. Huh? huh? <laughs> I got <laughs> antagonistic. Much? So I got I
0: got two good ones. Okay, I got two really good ones. I'm gonna give you the one that I feel in my heart first. I'm going with James Gammon, Lou Brown from Major League. <laughs> he's perfect. Salty old dog. He's too likable. No, not at all. Come on, <laughs> he's gonna be evil. Come on, cut the rah rah. <laughs> you know what, Ricky? Give him the heater.
1: It's pretty good. I think these guys can uh, turn out to something. You know, he was in Silverado as a bad guy. See makes perfect sense. But that's the movie you should pick him from.
0: No, I'd like him more Major League. <laughs> have
1: you seen Silverado? Maybe. You haven't. Maybe I haven't. I don't feel like you have. I don't feel like I have either. <laughs> <laughs> Mind your own business. <laughs> Who's your pick, jerk? I went Randall Tex Cobb. Oh, that was my backup. Yeah. That was my backup.
0: Did you from Un- Uncommon Valor? No, from Raising Arizona. Uh, I, I think better than uh, Uncommon Valor.
1: More intimidating. He's like the go-getter. Yeah, the go-getter. I mean, he's dirty. He's an
0: old go-getter. <laughs>
1: well i'm glad we're on the same page that's a good way to start my backup it was robert Loja. <laughs>
0: has robert Loja made it on every, every single every one way. of your recasts pretty much yeah, robert Loja. robert Loja. all right max yep. that takes us to alex mcsween alex mcsween is the lawyer who is good friends with john tunstall and while his role is not overtly large in this movie it's significant right because when john's killed it's the lawyer that's helping out the regulators and kind of guiding them he kind of
1: explains the terrain of the movie like the legal parts like what they're actually doing absolutely yeah
0: he's he's almost providing narration he is yeah Yeah. absolutely he's our avatar so played by terry o'quinn I love him. Uh let's talk about what he's in. Do you remember I mean, because I got a lot of stuff he's in. Well, John Locke and Lost. Well, let's back up for a second. Okay. He's the recruiter in All the Right Moves. That's getting oh, uh yeah. that's getting Tom Cruise to until his career is ruined by his jerk coach. <laughs> he's the launch director in Space Cat.
1: That's the best one. That's
0: the best one. Oh, that's not the best one. Have you seen the movie The Stepfather? No. <laughs> the Stepfather is this absurd whore flick like thriller from the 80s. And it's that he's this, this serial killer kills his family, remarries into another family. That's awesome. Yeah, and he that's he is the stepfather. He's in the stepfather one and the stepfather two. I just gotta, so you know, I gotta see that. And then obviously Young Guns, and then Max. How you could overlook this is beyond me. He's Frank Devereaux from Blind Fury. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Oh my god, you're <laughs> yeah. right. And then the Rocketeer, Tombstone. Did you ever see Primal? F- I'm going out of the eighties now. Did you ever see Primal Fear with, with Richard Gere and Ed Norton? Yeah, yeah, he's in that. And then. <laughs> This is it. This is the piece de resistance of See, my Conner case. Or something? No, better. He is. Do you remember in old school when Mitch sleeps with a girl who's underage? Yeah, he's hurt. Like, he's the Mitch's father. boss. Yeah. He's Mitch's oh boss. God, yeah, in right. an old school. So yeah, that's a hell of a career as far as I'm that's concerned. Incredible. Good for him. I, I thought you'd appreciate. I put a lot of work into this that's week's good. episode. I went deep. Yeah, Max, just, you're up. Who do you got?
1: I wanted someone in that authority figure, but you also like. So I went Tom Skerritt. Space Camp. I want
0: Zach. Oh, that's good.
1: Because it's kind of, you know, like the voice of reason and calm and all. It's good. Yeah. He's um, got the stash and calm. I, like, comes I me. like
0: yours more than mine. Mine's not, I have two on these. Okay. They're not as good as yours. Okay. My first pick was Captain Logan. From Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, Ted's Father. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yep. Played by Hal Landon Jr. It's like Diet Coke Tom Scarrett. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you're right. It's a little bit of a softer role. I now that I, now that you said Tom Scarrett, I kind of feel crappy about mine. My second one was just kind of a little weird. I want Frank Oz from Spies Like Us, the test proctor. Oh, that's really good. I thought it was like a little out there. No, and I like that. He could pull it off. You got some attitude to him. Yours is better. God, like, I hate when you have one that's way better than mine. It just makes it knocks the wind out of me, even <laughs> want to say what mine are. What were your backups? Uh Richard Krenner, <laughs> Troutman from <First> Blood <laughs> I, would, that was, I was so close to doing I thought
1: you were going to do that. I want to see him with a stash. <laughs>
0: it's amazing. <laughs> God did make Billy the kid. I, I did. did. <laughs> it would work. It would work totally. <laughs> All right, Max, moving on. Uh, our next character is Yen Sun. Yen Sun is played by Alice Carter. Yen Sun is the captive daughter slash mistress <laughs> that Jack Palance kidnapped because somebody owed him money and no, he took their someone, daughter. A
1: dry cleaner. Dry cleaner. Yeah. is sure. Give feels, me your daughter. This feels like a
0: really inappropriate <laughs> racial trope to me, but we'll continue with it nonetheless. Um, she has no career. Nope. Except I know exactly the one movie she's in. Yep. I would bet my life you've never seen this movie. House Party 2? Have you seen House Party no, 2? No, I just saw it was on <laughs> IMDb. Yes, that is what she's in. So. she good? Well, do you know the story of House Party 2? Is it about a house party? It's about kit and play. And they're off to college. His money is squandered by play. I think play is who gets rid of it. You know, Martin Lawrence is in these two. Oh, no way. And he goes to get his books at the school store. But the check that he brought them, which was his scholarship, has been used so the funds aren't there. And the girl that's working the counter at the school store is her.
1: Is it an Oscar nomination? I liked it. I
0: thought she was solid in it.
1: Uh, Am I up? She's the weak link in this movie. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. Go, go for don't it. Don't
0: tell me to go for it. It's my turn. This is not a go for it. I'm picking it. Yeah, go. You don't get to pick. We go back and forth. No, I choose who goes first all no, the time. you do not. Okay. Is that the rule? Damn it. That might be the rule. We'll all go right. back and forth. No, you here. choose. I lost <laughs> that stupid bet with you. It feels like a year ago. Well, you tricked me out of a state. Do I have to do this all for 2022, right? Where you just. Yep. Not oh, great. <laughs> all right, my turn. Uh, this was a no brainer for me. I went with uh, Tamlin Tamita, who plays Kumiko in The Karate Kid 2. Oh, that's really
1: good. I right. thought it was a great pick. That's way better than mine. <laughs>
0: I can't even imagine. I have my backup is absurd too.
1: I went with Charlotte Lewis, who was Key Nang in The Golden Child. Oh, all right, that's good. A little uh, too fiery. I, I know. Yeah, I think
0: like a little too provocative. Like she was like a, like a. It more, was very
1: difficult to find. Yeah,
0: quiet. I've got a good backup one for you. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, Rochelle Ashana. That was my backup. Miley from yeah. Kickboxer. She had attitude too. The niece of Xian, <laughs> the trainer. Yeah, and the hawk training. She was good. I rewatched that movie the other day just because that's something I like to do every every yeah. once in a while. Outrageously ridiculous movie. <laughs> gives a thumbs up after every with single thing on the movie is so ridiculous to me it's incredible
1: <laughs> the leg smashing on the uh, cement wall is really cool
0: yeah yeah i mean it's kickboxer what are you gonna do uh you didn't have a backup or no that was your backup yeah. i'm sorry all right excellent let's slide on over to jay mccloskey yeah played by jeffrey blake this is the guy who turned on them yep so he came into the crew late after everyone else looking for a place to stay used to be a part of murphy's group and ends up being a traitor that whole scene when billy the kid sees the wink and the nod and decides to shoot him in cold blood was incredible
1: yeah it's a dead rip from red dawn yeah big time yep his it, head gets blown up so
0: much yeah, by the way a lot, blood. <laughs> you a lot of blood there's a lot of blood so did you know what he was in yes <laughs> he was gary from uh the last starfighter when the pickup truck pulls up and alex rogan is looking for that letter from the local university yep He's one of the guys, Gary. I don't know which one that is, but he's Gary in the pickup truck. Uh, so that's Would one you, of the roles he played. Do you know what else he's in? What, I'm getting there. Oh, he's Frost from Men at Work, which you've never seen. Nope. Most important role. Here it is. Wesley from yep. Forrest Gump, who beats up Jenna. <laughs> he does. And then Forrest Gump beats up Wesley. Yep. So, yes. It looks completely different. Well, you got to. So that actually helps a little bit because you got to pick someone who's like slimy, but like still is memorable. Yep. So you're up. Who do you have for this?
1: I went Ted McGinley, who's Stan Gable in Revenge of the Nerds. That's a good one. Yeah, because he's sleazy, but you kind of like him. I feel like, though, he's a little too
0: clean cut. You get him a five o'clock shadow. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. You
1: dirty him up. With dirty, That's not the dirty craziest thing ever. Up a little bit.
0: Yeah. I mean, why not go with Zapka at that point, though? Too pretty. Well, but, I mean, Stan Gable's pr- as pretty as Zapka.
1: Is he? Zapka's, is like gorgeous.
0: <laughs> okay. This took a turn. You ready for mind? <laughs> <laughs> that escalated quickly. I didn't even know I felt that way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Learn Learning stuff about uh, myself. Jeremy Piven as Ty from One Crazy Summer. That's
1: really good. I
0: thought uh, he had a more of like that gruff look, and, and he could pull it off. So yeah. yeah, I didn't have a backup for this one.
1: Uh, Tom Wilson, Biff Tannen, Back to the Future. Oh,
0: Biff, so that would have been good. Yeah, especially because you think of Buford when he did pull it off, and you yeah. look from uh, Beverly Hills from Back to the Future Three.
1: I haven't seen it yet. I'm glad you approve. I didn't say I approve. No. <laughs> not as handsome though
0: next up is a big one lg murphy
1: okay yeah I'm
0: it's a, well it's a big one i know we listed it low down but it's a big one because of just it's jack palance yeah so jack palance uh what do he look like when he's young that i don't know but i can tell you what he looked like as grissom and batman i can tell you what he looked like in tango and cash and more importantly although not in the 80s curly from city slickers
1: another western another
0: western uh am i up or are you up i'm up you're up.
1: You're gonna love this one. This uh, is my Pierre de Resistance of the I, episode. I bet I know what it is. probably probably the same one. I bet I do. Henry Silva. Nope, I don't have this one. Who's zaggin' from above the law? Oh, that's really. He's got the face. He's so evil. Or he you could do Code of Silence. You could do Luis Camacho.
0: Yes, yeah. Camacho would be good. Those are both really good. That guy's face. What is the deal with that? I, I don't know. In but,
1: the '80s, why is there weirder faces? Like the giant guy who's maniac cop in Tango and Cash. Oh, the
0: jaw. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, why don't we have you, broke, you broke his jaw? <laughs> why don't we have people like this now? I mean, we don't, we do, don't we? Who? I'm trying to Who's think. Got Who's weird, got faces? A weird face? Yeah. It's all too conventional. We have to think about that. Let's get back to weird to faces. God, that's a great question. Hmm? I don't know.
1: Yeah. I miss it. There's that, there's that wrestler that's like got the pituitary gland who was in uh, a <laughs> longest yard. He's the big guy. Yeah. But that's it.
0: Yeah. 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 Meow.
1: <laughs> did you meow? I did. Okay. All
0: right. I've got uh, Brian Dennehy, First Blood, Sheriff Will Teasel. That's awesome. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. This might be a tie. I, yeah. You know what? I, again, I think of this role and just this, you know, he's great in this movie and his accent is great and he's very evil. And, but in the same token, he's, he's the type of evil that can like interact. Yeah. So like when they're at that dance. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead and dance with her. And they're still somewhat civil and, and giving messages Just back and forth. Him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's why I picked him. The other one, Hans Gruber, Die Hard, Alan Rickman. Ooh,
1: different idea yeah, yeah. different
0: different it, it feels like it'd fit more with uh john tunstall
1: yes it does so why wouldn't you pick him for
0: no no off? as a antagonist oh, okay got it Fit got with it. him as an antagonist, not yeah. fit with him as could be him. got it yeah, my yeah, backup yeah. was a it.
1: wild card i did nick nolte as jack gates 48 hours that's not a bad, that's
0: not a wild card that I makes love, sense i love nick nolte. you do love nick nolte uh max dirty steve stevens uh dirty steve stevens is you know Redeemable, lovable character, incredibly racist, makes <laughs> makes a, a number of uh not appropriate remarks about the uh, Mexicans regarding Chavez y Chavez. Uh, And he, look, his name fits him well. He's so dirty. He's so dirty. He's dirty, dirty. And he's a beautiful man. He is in real life. life. Have you, have you seen the wedding date? You mean my best
1: friend's wedding? No, I mean the wedding date. No.
0: It's a 2005 romantic comedy with, uh, Deborah messing and she is just a mess like a redhead. Yeah. Yeah. She's like a hot mess. Nice. So she hires a male prostitute to go with her as a wedding date to her sister's wedding. And I got to tell you, there's a lovable movie. Really? I, I've watched this movie by myself. If it's on TV, I'll always watch it. I how did don't you what, fall into it? I, Max, I don't know how I came across it. It's not my MO to watch these kind of movies, and I will watch it if it's ever on. This is a date night. Next time, forget, <laughs> I, why do I say date night? What are you doing tonight? Just watch this movie. Okay. I want you to watch The Wedding Date. You're gonna, sure. It's so lovable.
1: So, for everyone that doesn't know, Dermot Mulroney's in that movie, right? Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah, <we should. laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Max. It's like, man, they're going on. I, even,
0: I don't even mention his name. Dermot Mulroney was in this movie. He was also in Angels in the Outfield. He was also in My Best Friend's Wedding. And uh, I kind think kind of
1: underrated, like didn't have the right career that he should have. Handsome dude. Yeah. And he's good, a good great actor. actor yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm very surprised. Did you
1: see uh, Shameless? No. Okay. He's like the deadbeat older boyfriend. Oh, uh,
0: okay. Too. I'm yeah. sure he does great. He's I, great. I like I really I like like, like, he's funny. You got, you got to watch the wedding date. I will promise me. I promise. swear. All right, good. Am I up? Yeah. Okay. So obviously we're dealing with someone who in this movie is like a little bit racist and not all that kind. So there's only one person I could think of to fit. I, oh had, to, God, I, I, I had to go with Chris Penn as there Travis is.
1: Prickley from best of the best. I knew you were going to say that when you said that. Hey, come on. It fits perfectly. I I, we've
0: used him every time we, we have. Did. I do have a, an amazing backup in the event that you had him, but I didn't <laughs> know who you would have. What do you got? Head or heart. Oh man. So <sighs> every time you say head or heart yeah. every single time, it makes me think of the last Boy Scout when uh, Bruce Willis is like header gut. Oh yeah. Every single time That's you so say header heart. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm going Keanu Reeves and Bill
0: and Ted. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. That's amazing. I don't know. He's goofy. You're only going, let me tell you why you're going him. It's funny. He kind of looks like him. He does. So I have him as my backup. Mm-hmm. But you could have gone a totally better direction. You could have gone Keanu Reeves as Heaver, the goalie from Youngblood. Oh, that's pretty good. Is it Heaver or Hever? I can't remember how to pronounce it. I don't know. He's awesome. But the goalie from Youngblood. Yeah. Yeah. little Canadian accent. It's pretty good. You know, you have American Keanu, which is, whoa.
1: Whoa.
0: You have Canadian, which is. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> and my backup was Ron Grady, who in Thrashing was Tommy Hook. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: He was in Nightmare on Elm Street as well, wasn't he? Part two. All right. Yeah. Do, part two. Do. Yeah. He's Max in Weird Science, too. Oh. Yeah. Good old Weird Science. What happened to
1: him? I like him. I don't know. Okay. Well, look him up. <laughs> Check him out. Get him on the show.
0: Weird Science. <laughs> it's alive. Uh, Max, now is a great time. When really isn't a great time? There's always a great time to take a break for our commercial sponsors. Absolutely. All right. Let's hit it. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Adobe Real Estate. You can find them at weardobe.com. Dolby Real Estate, if, if this was Young Guns and you've got and you don't have to worry about putting down a house on a particular plot of land because there's just so much open land, then maybe I would tell you used brand X. But we're not in that situation. Everybody's trying to sell a house. Everybody's trying to buy a house. It's crazy. Cats sleeping with dogs, mass hysteria little Ghostbusters for you. This is where Adobe Real Estate comes in. Call Simon and his team. Tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you. They are going to walk you through the home sell or home purchase process. They're going to make sure you get the best bang for your buck. And specifically, if you're selling a house, don't be crazy. Don't try to do this on your own don't rely on your on your buddy or your girlfriend's ex-friend who is a friend of the first cousin of the friend there's a reason why they are one of the top rated real estate agencies around 400 million in sales in 2021 a thousand homes sold doby real estate your premier provider in Michigan or anywhere else I don't even care if you're in Alaska and you're thinking about selling a house call doby I bet you Simon knows someone he'll take care of you and we're back hello. So now we roll into the back half of the catalog. We're getting into the thick of it. Mm. We have, how many more do we have? One, two, three, four, five, six, six left. You ready? Yes, I'm very excited. John Tunstall. I could be saying that wrong, as we all know I am illiterate. Uh, this About is- before Tunstall. <laughs> it's really good. So John, Johnny. <laughs> i i challenge you to find any character in anything whose name is john without immediately in your head hearing bennett saying johnny well now or 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 johnny or hearing Troutman say john kobe leader this is raven i think uh the shining here's johnny here's johnny
1: (laughs) you just love that it sounds kind of like travolta
0: a little bit oh jeez, john johnny So in the movie, he is the leader of the regulators. So he starts off as just being a foreigner. He's come to America for the American dream. It's the wild West though. So everybody's murdering everyone. And he's got a group of misfit boys that he's overlooking, making sure they have education, sophistication
1: constipation
0: murder murderation <laughs> and he helps and looks out for the, the land and regulate they regulate regulators
1: oh, up. No. i couldn't believe in real life tunstall was only 24 when he was killed and billy the kid was the only one younger than him
0: right well i mean that's the historical yeah. inaccuracy yeah. i mean at least they made him right-handed <laughs> <laughs> uh so obviously terrence stamp general zod kneel before zod
1: have you seen the limey no it's a Steven Soderbergh movie from the 90s. It's about like a revenge, like his daughter's killed and he goes on like a revenge spree. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. You're talking about, uh, what's that movie with Liam in it? Taken? Taken.
1: The girl's not killed in that movie. But it's Taken,
0: right? Before Taken. But the bus can't go below 80. <laughs> Shut
1: up. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: also in Star Wars Episode One, What was he? He was one of the people. No, oh. <laughs> He was one of the persons. Great call. He has a name. Yeah. Uh, he, he's in Wall Street. Yeah. Yeah. Sir
1: Larry Wildman or Wildman. Probably Wildman. Yes.
0: Sir Larry. (laughs) John. Stop it. (laughs) Sorry. At least I'm not doing Bane.
1: (laughs) Please never again. No, 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 no. Who do you got? Pick. I'm up. I don't care. Uh, I'm just trying to distract you from doing the Bane voice. So
0: uh, I'm I'm not going to pick my backup because you've already picked him. Not from the same movie, but I won't use him. Uh, I went with John Lithgow as George Henderson from Harry and the Hendersons.
1: Interesting. Yeah. He's not noble and kind of like reserved though he's kind of wonky
0: a little bit but he has this paternal aspect to him of taking care of his family and protecting harry
1: yeah but it, that happens during the movie he's well look
0: you picked my better one <laughs> but you didn't pick you picked the actor go ahead i'll give you my backup after you give me yours i
1: can't believe you didn't pick this sean connery dr henry jones
0: and yeah indiana jones i considered it i'm yeah. a better one than that tom scarrett viper top gun uh uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah,
1: yeah. Also, Ed Harris, Bud Brigman,
0: The Abyss. Oh, oh, that's really good. Yeah, that's the best one.
1: Yeah, yeah. The fourth pick. <laughs> Don't you die on me? Yeah. Yeah. that seems intense. <laughs> that's super intense. Yeah. Uh, one day, can we just talk about The Abyss and yeah, how terrible? I love, you, I love The Abyss. No, just how terrible that like James experience King. was. He like bankrupted. He bankrupted the entire town. Bankrupted. <laughs> <laughs> he it a do,
0: ruppeted, do. <laughs> Moving on. He bankrupted. <laughs> I can't talk sometimes. Yeah, but the, the, do I, the do new I, words that you come up with are incredible? Do I have big lips
1: because they seem like they're in the way? No,
0: I actually think you have like some severe learning disability. I just can't pinpoint what it is yet. It's something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. All right, all right. it's too so, late for me now. It's, it's way too. You've done great considering <laughs> that you've carried this burden with you your whole it's life, like
1: Charlie Day. On uh oh, can't read. you will
0: adapt to reading. <laughs> <laughs> you are Charlie Day. Wild card. I'm gonna eat some tuna. I'm oh while God Almighty. Uh, Are we ready to go to the next one? All right, my favorite, Charlie Baudry, played by Casey Simasco, Simasco, (laughs) Simasco. Seems (laughs) go <laughs> All right, stop it. Sorry. <laughs> it's funny though. Uh he was in a lot, but we'll get to what you are the reason you love him is uh because of the second movie. But the first movie, Stand By Me, he was Billy Tessio. Yep. Uh three o'clock high max, Jerry Mitchell. You love him. He's so great. Have you seen Biloxi Blues yet? No. You need to. It's an 80s movie and it's got uh what's his face? Uh Ferris bueller Uh what's Matthew his name? Broderick. Yeah, Matthew Broderick. Yeah. It's a great movie. He's in it as well. Sweet. And he's in billions. He is? Seeds. He's seeds in billions. No way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, 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 yes. That's cool. I thought you would think that was cool. I love billions. Uh, Am I up or are you up? Uh, I don't yes. know that matters. It's masked chaos. You, you pick. I yeah.
1: go. But he's so funny. Just the boxer and he Oh, can't yeah. Shoot. We didn't even
0: talk about... I. It's so dumb. We didn't even say who he was in the movie. So he's kind of... Like, he's along for the ride, but, like, reluctantly along for the ride. Until the
1: end when he goes banana. Well,
0: yeah, but that's, I mean, so he does the boxing match. He's a good fighter. Yeah. Then he falls in love and gets married in the same night, which I guess is a thing.
1: I never knew there was a deleted scene. You know when he goes to the house of ill repute? It's his mom. It's his mom.
0: So I don't, I actually never knew that. And and then when when I read about that, yeah. So, yeah, he goes to the whorehouse and he pays the prostitute just to hold him. Yeah. And she, like, rubs her fingers through his hair. And I was like... That's kind of a weird request. But yeah, you're right. It was supposed to be his mom, which is super weird. But that's it, the West. Yes. yes. Crazy West. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, where, where do we land? Am I going? Yep. Oh, man. Man, oh, man. I got a couple of good ones. When Cameron was in Egypt's no land. As a fighter? Let my Cameron go. Seriously? Alan Ruck, Cameron Fry, Ferris Bueller's day off interesting yes sir yes 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 little neurotic Uh, he's neurotic
1: too though i thought you'd like it yeah no i do it's interesting i just never thought of that a billion years
0: yeah this was one where the minute it left my mouth i was like you know what my backup is way better yeah i'm gonna wait i don't think you picked my backup my backup's way better
1: okay i'm nervous
0: be nervous because my backup is is way way better
1: this is a personal choice Keith Uh, gordon (laughs) christine arnie
0: so it's so funny because my backup is so close to who, how this guy is. It's yeah. not the same. And now you're picking him from Christine and not from... Uh, or Jason Mellon. <laughs> Thornton Mellon's son. How could you not pick him from <laughs> uh, those, back or, to school?
1: Or Billie Jean. I just love Keith Gordon.
0: <laughs> so my backup was Brian Backer. Do you know who that is? No. Mark the Rat Ratner from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, yeah. And also he was in Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol. Yeah.
1: He got that odd oh, geez kind of look. Yeah.
0: Him. Oh, oh, geez. Yeah.
1: It's like that kind of, I don't know if that Italian vibe fits in the West
0: yeah I mean the, the picking this position is you're, oh you're, uh, hey <laughs> what are we
1: doing out here
0: you're, you're picking this you're recasting this and you're really trying to find someone who plays tough enough to be in a gunfight but also a little bit soft and kind of like it works yeah it so works yeah. I like it uh Max we are ready to move on to Dick Brewer what a terrible name it's not a not a great name <laughs> Dick Brewer played by friend of the show Charlie Sheen <laughs> Charlie Sheen's 80s is something special Red Dawn Lucas Ferris Bueller's Day Off Wraith Platoon Wall Street Young Guns Major League <laughs> scene now let's roll into the early 90s navy seals men at work hot shots and uh hot shots part do yep and then of course two and a half men later on what about
1: arrival I love
0: arrival I do But well, not a rival. Never no it's the arrival yeah he has got a beard <laughs> <laughs> In this movie, his role is kind of interesting. I, he's the leader.
1: He's the warm glass of milk in this movie, right?
0: He's a wet blanket. Like yeah. he, he's trying to continuously control Billy the Kid, and eventually he's killed. Yeah, but <laughs> good. It, his role's really kind of diminished. I, I don't ever feel like he's like a big part of what's going on.
1: I have a good analogy for him. He's Leonardo in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah you know, you're just like, eh, yeah. All right. He, Come on guys. No all Raphael. Right. Yeah. And he's
0: not fun. Like Michelangelo. I love Raphael. And, you know, cause he's anger issues. <laughs> just like you, I guess. I no. don't know.
1: <laughs> well, cause he says
0: what he, feels how do you not, it. how do you not like Michelangelo who obviously is like developmentally delayed?
1: <laughs> he was outgoing. I'm a little bit less social.
0: You're super social. I am. I'm am. teenage mutant <laughs> illiterate Sanders. <laughs> teenage mutant illiterate Sanders. Read a book. <laughs> <laughs> Mispronouncing words <laughs> all the time. He's the world's <laughs> cup of mushroom soup. He can't talk.
1: You like getting out your talk rage to. in healthy ways. It is. It's it like is. this the is PG this is all I can take. So this is him with boxing gloves on. <laughs>
0: basically, when a speech impediment attacks, that Sanders boy won't cut you no slack. <laughs> Teach. It's, pretty good. it's really
1: good. <laughs> All right, back uh, to young <laughs> So we need someone stable. You're up. Who do you got? I went Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker. Ooh. Return of the Jedi. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Are you twisting your mouth. I have, mm, do tell, do tell. Just kind of, you know, like that leader, that kind of milk toast kind of guy.
0: Ah, oh, yeah, but he's he's whinier. Mark Hamill's so whiny. Well, which one? Are we talking D- Return D- of the Duke Jedi Brewer's or whiny. Return of the Jedi or Empire Strikes Back? Well, let's make an Empire because he's whiny in Empire. He's less whiny in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So
1: you want him less whiny? I think he's got to be less. Okay. So make him. I, I picked Return of the Jedi. All right. All right.
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> he killed Darth Vader, bro. My pick is going to make you so mad. Patrick Swayze as Truman uh, Gates from <laughs> no. Next no. of I hate that movie. Because listen, he's a
1: by-the-book cop. He kind of plays it all straight-laced. So what's this movie called? It's called Young Guns. Yeah. Charlie, uh, Patrick Swayze at this point is thirty eight years old. Whatever, it doesn't
0: matter. It's, it's, that's not young. He could play. He play young. Not at. Not in eighty nine. Whatever. I'm not talking to you about this anymore. In Why do you hate Next of Kin? <laughs> it's bad. Next episode, we're doing a full review of Next of Kin. Okay. No, you're because you, you would sit there and be like, mushroom soup, soup. <laughs>
1: i can't read i
0: got nowhere else to keep me. i got nowhere else to podcast uh that's a great name for a podcast i've got nowhere else to podcast this is max sanders i'm by myself and i've got nowhere else to podcast my microphone isn't plugged in all by himself who's
1: your bag up but you did you pick anybody? No, I, yes. I next of kin. <laughs> oh, okay. Truman Gates. <laughs> Who's your backup?
0: I do not have a backup for this one or for the next one. Uh, so I, I don't have a backup. Do you have a backup? Eric Stoltz. Keith, oh, some kind of wonderful. That's good. Yeah. I thought you were going to really that. That's really good. Yeah. That's really good. Well done. Well played. Thank you. Excellent work, Raphael. Mm. Mm. Up next, Doc Skurlock played by Kiefer Sutherland. Interesting character. Uh, I liked him the most. A, a romantic. Yeah. But a little bit of rage. There's this moment where he like yells at the young lady and he's like, listen to me. Don't you hurt my dog. <laughs> Jeez.
1: <laughs> you have no idea what pain is. He's like the dreamer of the group. It's, it's weird. yeah. Like, the whole thing
0: is weird. Kiefer Sutherland's another guy who had a bang in the 80s, but not as many films. I mean, he's done good after, but Stand By Me, He Was Ace, Lost Boys, David. Have you seen Flatliners?
1: No. Because no, I think that's do. early 90s.
0: It is. Uh, Flatliners. And then I always forget about this. I actually put this as one of my favorite overall movies, A Few Good Men. And him is Kendrick. Oh, yeah, he's really good. Yeah. I like Phone Booth, where he's the voice. I've not seen Phone Booth. You and I have talked about this before. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I've not seen that yet. I got oh, I, forgot, I only got one on this, but I really like it a lot. Uh am I up? Yeah. All right. I went with Mandy Patinkin, The Interesting. Princess Bride.
1: That's really good. I just
0: like I think of him, the way in which he speaks and the passion that he has for his quest yeah but that, that, that he's romanticized the position of the dread pirate roberts but he still has this passion to avenge because that's the thing of him think about Kiefer sutherland is that even though he's the intellect and he wants to have a different life he's still burdened by the need for vengeance of john yeah. johnny <laughs> so i thought i thought mandy be good in this i love that and i would
1: i would have never thought that i know so i went that's why i make the big bucks <laughs> <laughs> so he's got to be emotionally in tune but have kind of an intensity to him too matthew modine Loud and Swain, Vision Quest.
2: <laughs>
0: you and Vision Quest. It makes sense though. It doesn't does. It? It's good. Yeah. It's good. But I just have to say, you and Vision Quest. Freaking love Vision you Quest. Love Vision Quest. I
1: almost swore because I like Vision I know, Quest so much. You get much. so
0: fired up when we talk about Vision <laughs> Quest. <laughs> he's just great, and he's no, like, it's a good pick. Yeah. I'm not I got nothing against that. Do you have a backup? Uh, Mickey Rourke, Rumblefish. Uh, I'm not. We've talked about this. You got. I hadn't watched Rumblefish, yeah. and then I watched it, and it's doesn't, it it's doesn't. It's weird. Doesn't do it for me the way yeah. it does it for you. It's artsy fartsy. Max, we're down to our second to last, which is apropos because we're going with our guy. Chavez, is Chavez. It Lou, means nothing to me. Lou Diamond Phillips.
1: His speech. It's great. So, Rotting meat of 207 of my tribe. So totally in
0: murdered. In this movie, he is the local, they, they refer to him as a Mexican all the time, but he's half, his, Mexican, he's half, half Mexican, Mexican, half Native, Native, Native American. American. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. So he's great in this uh we the told the story face. we already told the story already about how they would get wasted on set and yeah. make him sing la bamba which i think is great well he's like actually on the horse when he's like side riding it you yeah. know and like oh, yeah. throwing he, knives and handsome physical not a huge career but recently he's been in a ton of stuff and for the 80s stand um, and deliver stand have you seen stand and deliver I just watch it last oh week oh my he's god he's so good it's, do you know that we watched that when i was in middle school that Did like change movie? your life? no not at all <laughs> i still treated teachers with disrespect but that was like a our math teacher showed us that movie when we were in middle school school. Yeah. Which is so funny.
1: Although it disappointed me at the end of the movie. They showed how many people he graduated. Yeah. But you didn't get the stories of any of the students. So I'm guessing they probably didn't do very much
0: (laughs) very pessimistic of you
1: well they would tell me otherwise
0: i wanted to know what happened to lou all right well we'll find out we'll do a little research (laughs) on this one this is the one where i think you and i have the same one there's just no way around it there's
1: no way in hell you have mine this is incredible i have the best one okay because
0: i went i went for the layup i went for the only one i could think
1: of this is my backup i know you have all
0: right well then you go first since you have such a
1: banger no do the layup first
0: uh sunny land predator no oh yeah Think about it, <laughs> Billy. That's too easy. No, 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 no. Listen, I want you to just pause for a second. He is the spirit guide of that crew. That's not bad, actually. He is like, he is the one who's like, he he stands out in a group of regulators Yeah. In Predator as being the one who's a little bit different, who relies less on the gun and more on the sword. And the how many times you see him. Chavez, he Chavez is using knives to kill people That's true. instead of guns. It's he's Billy from it, Predator. That does make sense. It makes, I couldn't believe you didn't pick this 48 hours lockup, Best of the best part two. Did you know Sonny Landon was in best of the best part two? No. Well, there you go. Now you know is that. Is that an A's movie? Yes. Sweet. I'm Not at all. Okay. I think it might be 91.
1: So I thought you were going to go S.I. Morales, who's Bob from La Bamba
0: oh that's not a bad one yeah no but no but like that's I thought
1: that was billy easy. Yeah. Okay. yeah billy so mine is you want to
0: slow off let's build build the you, you built this up to be the best pick you have all day so let's, Mine's take, let's off take a the second board
1: i got lucky because i watched this movie for the weird first. al <laughs> <laughs> uhf <laughs> twinkie dogs
0: i get so excited because this is the best part about doing a podcast with you when you get like this yeah you're either right or you are miserably wrong. Yeah. Like it, there is a wide gap between it. So I'm on the edge of my seat to either enjoy this or mock your stupidity.
1: Have you ever seen the cinematic classic Cyborg? I have. Vincent Klein, who played Fender Tremolo, the blue eyed yes. Native American guy. That's not bad at all. He's really good. That's good. That's He's not bad tents. at all.
0: It's not what you made it out to be. But I it's really, that was really good. Cool. It's good. You dug. You dug deep. Yeah. Cyborg is not a movie that we, Van Damme's finest movie is not a movie that we talk a lot about. It's
1: really good. <laughs> I didn't realize the cultural impact of it, by the way. Like, do you know Busta Rhymes' first album, uh, Extinction Level Event? It starts with a song. It goes, I like the pestilence. I like this world. And yeah. it's the intro of Cyborg. Yeah. Or also in Adventure Time when there's a different... Uh, f- I
0: like Adventure Time. I fell into it late in life. You've, you've been on that forever. Uh,
1: I, it's the most tattoos I have on my body. Do you know, outside,
0: outside of Adventure Time, a, a, a show that I love, and I watch it with my kids, and we find it incredible. And it's one of those shows where they can like it, but I also love it. Steven Universe? The Amazing Adventures of Gumball. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, Max, it I'll is it so right up your alley. Cool. Yes. Yeah. But continue. Adventure Time. The...
1: Different reality where, like, the nuclear war happens. Yep. Finn battles the main guy who's, like, a dead ringer for For Fender. For Fender, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just cool. It's very cool. Like, seeing the 80s influences stuff.
0: It's a good pick. I'm not going to mock you. I thought you were going to say Weird Al. I thought you were going to do something (laughs) way out there. My
1: Billy the Kid's pretty out there.
0: Oh, speaking of which, we are ready to go to our final recasting of the day. Billy the Kid, Emilio Estevez, young child, barely old enough to lift his head up, (laughs) falls into the care of our boy Johnny, and... It's interesting because, forget the historical piece of it, but in the movie, you can see that he genuinely develops a caring for and a love for and respect for, but his thirst for murder, he's a sociopath. He's insane. He's insane. Yeah. So they had to factor in who you choose for this character because you got to pick someone who's likable, but also insane.
1: I, I Thank you. You just nailed mine. Well, there you go. Oh, so okay. uh,
0: Emilio Estevez to this point, The Outsiders, Rebo Man, The Breakfast Club, St. Elmo's Fire, Maximum Overdrive, The Stakeout. And then we roll into the next decade and we get ourselves a little Gordon Bombay. Yeah. A, little, a delicious Gordon Bombay and tonic. <laughs> Duck pate on a gin and tonic. That Max has credit. That's Max and Mo. And, uh, Stakeout's great, by the I, way. I bet you that you and I have the same one. No. I really think we have the same no way. one. You go really? first. Yeah. You want me to go first? Yeah. I went with uh, J.D. Christian Slater from Heathers. Interesting. That's
1: really good, actually. Think about it, right? Yeah. like. He's likable, yeah. but he is crazy. Yes, he is. That's really good. I
0: thought you'd like that. I like that a lot. I knew. So I'll, I, I still have thunder. From I love
1: Slayer. You. No, no, no. Mine's just weird. Okay. I went Crispin Glover from uh, River's Edge.
0: I, I would have preferred you went from uh, Back to the Future.
1: <laughs> you haven't seen River's Edge, I have you? Hey, you. <laughs> it's my density. I must stop the West. Get your damn hands <laughs> off of her.
0: Darth Vader visited me in a dream last night. <laughs> And told me that Chavez Y. Chavez was going to take us to the spirit world. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: But yeah, this is a crazy role. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I like yours. Yeah. I love mine, though. Yeah, yours is really I good. I mean, Heather's, yeah. Christian Slater. I love Plus, Heather's. Plus Christian Slater. Come on. We don't talk about Heather's enough. I don't think that Crispin Blubber could carry a movie. I don't know. No. Think, so. think about it. Yeah. But the, he doesn't have to carry it. This is an ensemble cast. What do you think he's better in? Back to the Future or Hot Tub Time Machine? Because I think he's hot better in Hot Tub, tub Time Machine. <laughs> yeah, he's so funny. <laughs> or uh, Charlie's Angels. He was great when yeah. he was the hair the hair snipper. Yeah, yeah he was crazy. That was so weird. Max Sanders. We've done it. it again. Woo! This is Movie recast.ed this is Perfect. Young Guns. Yeah. Young Guns. Stuff saying it like that. Young and guns. Gun, gun my number, number one gun. Are we ready for the Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight? Let's do it. Giddy up. Today's Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight is none other than Steve Joyce. Steve is another one of these guys who, when I go back into our Instagram account and I take a look at your correspondence with him, you guys have been chatting back and forth for what seems like a year. He's the man. He always has feedback on our shows. Ideas for- Is new- he? I, I think he's a firefighter. I believe so. I believe so, which is awesome that yeah. you know that touches my heart and all the silly places. I am a firefighter. You're silly places. I- Wrong word. There are a handful of guys and gals when we connect with them on social and we would encourage any of you listening to the show, especially if you're from Ashburn, Virginia, again, Ashburn, Virginia, <laughs> email us info at buzzinthetower.com. Let us know how you heard of us, but for everybody else, reach out to us and connect with us because we get some of our best ideas for our shows. We love the feedback. We love interacting with fans. It's so much fun. It makes Max feel loved. It's, it's very important to his psychology. I'm fragile. Super fragile. I mean, like glass egg okay from, okay, okay, okay. We're yeah people get it <laughs> they get it oh man all right so anyways we asked steve if you could recast anyone who would you recast and what would you do and let's see what steve came up with
2: hey mo max thanks for giving me permission to buzz the tower on the recasting young guns episodes thanks for having me first off i really appreciate the uh, podcast it's a very definitive uh, look at pop culture of the 80s and how the stories affect our lives and how we reflect on like, all these cast of characters and the value they give to us. For my uh, recasting, I'm going to trade Terry O'Quinn for Sam Elliott as Alex McSween. And that's because of uh, Sam Elliott's work on The Quick and the Dead as Con Valiant. Because how can you have a uh, Western movie without Sam Elliott? He's he's basically Mr. Western when you see him and with that big, thick mustache and all the roles he's been in. 80s and 90s anyway enjoy uh your podcasting and uh thanks for having me on and uh, look forward to uh listening to the next episode have a good day
0: how did we not find a way to get sam elliot into this movie i'm embarrassed this happens every time that we get a really solid fan spotlight they bring something up tiny did it on our last episode yep. or a couple episodes ago and it's painful when this happens to us it is steve great pick Sam Elliott has a place in any Western that you ever make. Pretty much. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, Max, with the spotlight done and the episode done, that takes us to the end. At every beginning, has an end. I mean, yeah. Except the never ending story. <laughs> and the next turn around. <laughs> Give me a yeah. Yeah. a boy, boy. Remember to check us out on social media, all channels, at buzzinthetower.com, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you name it, we're there. And we're doing giveaways lately. We have been doing some giveaways. Keep your eyes peeled for some swag rooney <laughs> Follow us, like us, subscribe, leave reviews. Patreon.com slash buzzinthetower. Give us your money. <laughs> wow <laughs> that's aggressive that should be a t-shirt yeah that really should uh Max other than that I got nothing else uh you got anything how do you want to end this you've been doing some uh, good ending let's recently see.
1: see you got one or two good podcasters well then you got yourself a tribe and there ain't nothing stronger than that that bad that's good I like it oh no I got a better one <laughs> <laughs> go ahead wait, Max. Wait. Wait. reap the whirlwind mo <laughs> <Reaping>. <laughs> that's really good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's really good, uh, Max. I know what you've come to do. <laughs> you've chew, come to you've, you've come to lay with me and cut me into tiny pieces. You're the bandit that eats children and old people.
1: That's from this movie.
0: Yes, that's what. Remember when no. Young Sun yen Sun says that to Doc? Oh, and Doc's response is, "I eat meat and potatoes." So I was hoping you'd say that. But no. okay, Young Guns. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Ba-da-da-da-da-da>. <laughs> what? Bye.